Section 18 of The Pilgrim's Progress in Words of One Syllable. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Timothy Luke. The Pilgrim's Progress in Words of One Syllable by Mary Godolphin. Section 18. Giant Despair. When they gave their knock at the gate, Giant Despair and his wife Diffidence came to them. Giant Despair. Who and what is he that is so bold as to come to the gate of Giant Despair? Greatheart. It is I, a guide to those who are on their way to Zion, and I charge thee to throw wide thy gates and stand forth, for I am come to slay thee and pull down thy house. Giant Despair. What? Shall such as great heart make me fear? No. So he put on a cap of steel on his head, and with a breastplate of fire, and a club in his hand, he came out to fight his foes. Then these six men made up to him, and they fought for their lives, till Despair was brought to the ground, and put to death by great heart. Next they fell on his house, but it took six days to pull it down. They found there Mr. Despondency, and one, much afraid, his child, and set them free. Then they all went on to the delectable mountains. They made friends with the men that kept watch on their flocks, who were as kind to them as they had been to Christian and Hopeful. You have brought a good train with you, said they. Pray, where did you find them? So their guide told them how it had come to pass. By and by they got to the enchanted ground, where the air makes men sleep. Now they had not gone far when a thick mist fell on them, so that for a while they could not see, and as they could not walk by sight, they kept near their guide by the help of words. But one fell in a bush, while one stuck fast in the mud, and some of the young ones lost their shoes in the mire. "'Oh, I am down,' said one. "'Where are you?' cried the next, while a third said, "'I am held fast in the bush.' Then they came to a bench, Slothful's friend by name, which had shrubs and plants round it, to screen those who sat there from the sun. But Christiana and the rest gave such good heed to what their guide told them, that, though they were worn out with toil, yet there was not one of them that had so much as a wish to stop there, for they knew that it would be death to sleep but for a short time on the enchanted ground. Now as it was still dark, their guide struck a light that he might look at his map, the book of God's word, and had he not done so, they would all have been lost, for just at the end of the road was a pit full of mud, and no one can tell how deep. Then thought I, Who is there but would have one of these maps or books in which he may look when he is in doubt, and knows not which way he should take? They soon came to a bench, on which sat two men, heedless and too bold, and Christiana and the rest shook their heads, for they saw that these men were in a bad case. They knew not what they ought to do, to go on and leave them in their sleep, or to try to wake them. Now the guide spoke to them by name, but not a sound could he hear from their lips. So Greatheart at last shook them, and did all he could to wake them. One of the two, whose name was Heedless, said, Nay, 
I will pay you when I get in my debts. At this the guide shook his head. Then two bolds spoke out, I will fight as long as I can hold my sword. When he had said this, all who stood round gave a laugh. Christiana, what does this mean? Greatheart, they talk in their sleep. If you strike or shake them, they will still talk in the same way, for their sleep is like that of the man on the mast of a ship when the waves of the sea beat on him. Then did Christiana, Mercy, and their train go on with fear, and they sought from their guide a light for the rest of the way. But as the poor babe's cries were loud for want of rest, all fell on their knees to pray for help, and by the time that they had gone but a short way, a wind sprang up which drove off the fog, so now that the air was clear, they made their way. Then they came to the land of Beulah, where the sun shines night and day. Here they took some rest, and ate of the fruit that hung from the boughs round them. But all the sleep that they could wish for in such a land as this was but for a short space of time, for the bells rang to such sweet tunes, and such a blaze of lights burst on their eyes, that they soon rose to walk to and fro on this bright way, where no base feet dare to tread. And now they heard shouts rise up, for there was a noise in the town that a post was come from the celestial city with words of great joy for Christiana, the wife of Christian. So search was made for her, and the house was found in which she was. Then the post put a note in her hands, the words of which were, Hail, good Christiana! I bring thee word that the Lord calls for thee, to stand near his throne in robes of white, in ten days' time. When he who brought the note had read it to her, he gave her a sign that they were words of truth and love, and said he had come to bid her make haste to be gone. The sign was a shaft with a sharp point, which was to tell her that at the time the note spoke of, she must die. Christiana heard with joy that her toils would so soon be at an end, and that she should once more live with her dear Christian. She then sent for her sons and their wives to come to her. To these she gave words of good cheer. She told them how glad she was to have them near her at such a time. She sought, too, to make her own death, now close at hand, of use to them, from this time up to the hour when they should each of them have to quit this world. Her hope was that it might help guide them on their path, that the faith which she had taught them to cling to would have sunk deep in their hearts, and that all their works should spring from love to God. She could but pray that they would bear these words in mind, and put their whole trust in him who had borne their sins on the cross, and had been slain to save them. When the day came that she must go forth to the world of love and truth, the road was full of those who would fain see her start on her way, and the last words that she was heard to say were, I come, Lord, to be with thee. The End End of Section 18 Recording by Timothy Luke End of The Pilgrim's Progress and Words of One Syllable by Mary Godolphin.